Hellos. Do what? No, no, my computer does. Oh. Being weird for a moment. It's like as soon as we hit the record button, it just went black. I was like, okay. All right. Cool. We're doing this. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Well, we've been gone for a while. Yeah. I mean, mainly because of me. Oh, I want to say because. And uh, you cut out that whole thing. All I heard was, wow. Oh and then it gosh. stopped. <laughs> Who knows if I'm even going to be able to t- talk during this episode. Okay. And, uh, so anyways. Yeah, so guys, on this episode, I'm having some technical difficulties. So um, just, yeah, my computer is, it's a little rough today. So, <laughs> um but I mean, luckily, I'm married to someone that's in IT and going to look at it once we're done recording. Um, I'm not sure what's really going on because I wasn't being this way yesterday when I was working on schoolwork. So, anyways, my dad finally got discharged from the hospital. As some of you know, that he had a massive stroke uh, mid July. I was in the hospital for a month and a half. Um, you know, he had three brain surgeries and so he had tubes everywhere. So, but he's home, doing a lot better. I mean, he's still definitely not recovered. You know what I mean? Like his stroke was pretty bad. So um, but what I'm saying is that he's definitely doing better than he was. Um but yeah, uh, so with the last two weeks that he has been out of the hospital, I've had to take him to a bunch of different doctor's appointments as well. And he's went to the emergency room twice as well. Um, so it's been a little rough, but, and then also, as you guys know, I'm, well, finally, you guys know, <laughs> I'm also pregnant. Um, I'm 36 and a half weeks now. And, uh. Yeah, and now I'm getting monitored every week because uh, I might be going, I might, I I don't want to say that I have preeclampsia, but they're monitoring me for it because my blood pressure has been high since last week. and on top of that, my hands and feet are also swelling and I'm getting really bad headaches. So, um, so they're monitoring me for that. And anytime the top number goes up above like 150, I have to immediately go to labor and delivery. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But I still have three and a half weeks to go. <laughs> um, and then... On top of that, uh, other than the high blood pressure the last week, um, another thing that they're monitoring me for is because of how big he's measuring. So my body is doing such an amazing job at growing this child that uh, he is measuring four weeks ahead. So 
he's now measuring 40 weeks, even though I'm only 36 weeks. So there's that. But yeah. So been a lot going on that was unexpected. Um, but yeah, so what have you been up to, Kat? Nothing is exciting. <laughs> I wouldn't call my life exciting. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's pretty exciting. I mean, it is. It, it's it, it's just whew. stressful. Yeah, because like Which every week now. Reason. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, every week now I have to be put on. It's called a non-stress test, and pretty much what they do is so like when you go into labor and delivery, they'll put two bands around your stomach to like monitor your, your contractions and the yeah. baby and stuff. Well, that's what they do every on at all my appointments now. They're called non-stress tests. So I have to lay there, really just lay there. I mean, I know it sounds like it's this easy. This non-stress test is really stressing me out. <laughs> yes. Um, but I have to lay there for like 30 minutes while they monitor everything to make sure to see if I'm having contractions, which the first, so I, they started doing this two weeks ago. So my first one, I was having contractions on, and he was doing good, though. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, he's perfect. I was like, great. Well, also last week, while I was having blood high blood pressure issues, which I thought he was moving okay, uh, just because, like, yeah, he wasn't moving as much as he normally does. But like, oh, you know, they told me as long as he's moving, it's fine. Yeah. And as long as you get, like, 10 kicks in two know. hours or something. Yeah. Like an hour or two, yeah. I felt like it was an hour. Yeah. Within an hour. Anything less than that, you should be concerned. Yeah. And so, I mean, I felt him move and everything. But while doing the non-stress test, apparently he still wasn't moving how they wanted him to move. And I also was not having contractions either. So, uh, they came in the room, like the one... Uh, midwife student came in the room. She's like, "So your baby's not cooperating." I was like, "Oh, is he not?" <laughs> and she started just like pushing on my belly, like super hard, getting him to move. So I was just like, and obviously that concerned me. Um. So yeah. Um. So that's why also why I'm getting monitored a lot. So I mean, he's been moving a lot more now. The like. At least definitely the last few days he has. I mean, I heard the closer you get to the due date, the less they move around. Yeah, see, that's what I heard, too. So. There's no way that we're both wrong here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like the closer you get to the due date, the more they, like, flip upside down and get into position to be ready to be born. And they just don't move from that spot. Yeah, no, and see. <laughs> that's another thing of why they're watching him. And doing these non-stress tests is because when I went in for my 34-week ultrasound, I think it was, he was already head down. And he's been head down before that. So, and he's been head down since. So, like, yeah, he's ready. I'm like, oh, but I am not. out. <laughs> I'm like, I am not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I got to prep myself a little more here. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> But yeah, I guess you know what? That's a perfect way to go into this, uh, go into a tangent, anyways, since it's a yeah. tangent episode. 
So, Ace, you must be staying away from me and my computer. He's <laughs> up here smelling like, mm. yeah, okay. Hello. He just woke up from a nap. It's hard being a cat. Um, 18 hours of sleep a day. I don't know how they do it. I know. It's rough, rough work. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, so anyways. Yeah, let's definitely tangent a little bit about like birth and everything. So here, uh, obviously this was a planned pregnancy. Um, it, and I've talked about that before. But anyways, since having a miscarriage, like since having multiple miscarriages though, um, I ended up for, well, I still am, but like before I got pregnant, with joshua um i became like super tocophobic which is where you're afraid to get pregnant and give birth like i'm talking about like extreme fear of it like yeah um i mean i started going to therapy and stuff for it but anyways because obviously i still wanted a family but i'm like oh it's in here i don't know how i'm gonna do this like Cause there was that, I mean, TMI, but there was even like one point last year. Cause like, like again, this pregnancy was planned. Um, and I got pregnant in January of this year, January, 2023. But anyway, so last year during 2022, I think it was like August or September. Um, and again, so, I mean, and we've been trying since I miscarriage back in September, 2021. Uh, but I would get in like these random, like where I'd have anxiety attacks, like where, so obviously we were tracking. So like I had to take ovulation tests. It's just tests that you, you just pee on if yeah. no one knows what those are. So, cause some people don't, <laughs> but it's just like a pregnancy test, but it tests for like when you're peaking or like when you're ovulating. But anyways, um, and I can remember that sometime like last year, it was either like August or September of 2022. I, uh, for some reason, like we literally, like obviously just got done. And then I immediately went out to the store. I was like, nope, I have to get a plan B. And he was just like, oh, okay. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do this. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like I don't know why I just got all of a sudden anxious I'm like nope never mind I don't want to be pregnant right now and then I'd be like man and then like right after I took it I'm like man what if that was like my only chance to get pregnant it's like a oh my god it's such a mental exhausting thing when you're trying for a kid um which I bet any money I probably even need to take the plan B because you only have a like a 25%, like 20, 25% chance of getting pregnant anyways. Uh but yeah, I don't know. But that's like kind of the stuff like where I was like, but then like I said, that's when I noticed that I needed to get into therapy for tocophobia. Because uh I'm just like, well, I really want a baby and I want a family. Um and I don't know why I have these anxiety attacks like this. It's like and I kept having them like 
during the time like I'd be ovulating, which is like the worst time because obviously that's the time you want to have a you know to you know get stuff done so you could get pregnant. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's so weird. It really is weird. And then on top of that, though, um, what else was it? So, but yeah, so that leads me to my next thing because. If you've seen where Paris Hilton, she just had a baby. Her and her husband, they welcomed her. Like her baby her. is like a year old. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, something like that. I mean, it's it's like six months to a year, I think. But I see this article about her. Um, oh, he's like seven months. So yeah, he's going mm-hmm. almost. A yeah, because it really didn't even come out. That, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, because because she talks about like she doesn't mention tocophobia, but what she mentions is it. That's what it is. It's tocophobia. Mm-hmm. It's where she was afraid of pregnancy, and she was also very afraid of dying during birth and stuff like that. And she was afraid of going through the birth process, which can be a normal feeling but then there's sometimes the tocophobia is beyond that that that's literally where you're just like where you want to be a parent so bad but you're so afraid like you're just like no it ain't happening (laughs) and uh but yeah and but she got bashed so much for having a surrogate they're like oh you took the easy way out and like one i'm sure it wasn't easy i'm sure it wasn't easy for her to watch somebody else carry her child no because she probably still wanted that that, you know what i mean it's just her fears of other things were greater you know and also how old is she she's like in her 40s isn't she i believe so she's almost the same age as kim i think kim kardashian let me see here yeah, she is. She's 42. Like, it's not even healthy. The chances of her getting pregnant are, like, very, yeah. very low. So, and if she does get pregnant, she also has to be high risk the entire time because then you're considered, anytime after 35, you're considered a geriatric. Which is so pregnancy. Rude. It is. <laughs> it is. It's very rude. But, I mean, there are risks. Like, every year that passes after 35, you have higher risk of miscarriage, stillborn, and other problems because of your age, unfortunately. You can Mm -hmm. still have a healthy pregnancy. I'm not trying to scare anyone or give anyone misinformation. You can definitely still have a healthy pregnancy. I mean, there's, there's, there's women out there that are 50 and have healthy pregnancies. You know what I mean? But, like, I'm saying, actually, like, statistics have proven that there are more complications anytime someone's over the age of 35, you know. Um, Of course, everyone is different, though. So every individual is different, and their bodies are different. But anyways, and it's just like, but like I said, people are just being so rude to her. And just like, it's really not even fucking business. Like, what's the difference between her having a surrogate? And someone else that can't have kids having a surrogate. There is no difference. 
And I can't stand like these people that are just like, well, she's not a true mother because she didn't carry or give birth and stuff. And then that just takes me into the next thing of these fucking people sitting there saying, oh, um, if you if you've had a C-section, you're not a real mother because you didn't birth your child. It's just like, no, it, it literally got cut the fuck, fuck out. What hole it comes out of as long as it comes out healthy. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because and then like even yes, I know that there are scheduled and even elective C-sections, which a good amount of tocophobic people get C-sections because it pretty much just gives them time to prepare, and then it also it's more controlled as well because it's planned ahead of time. You know what I mean? So then they don't have that as big of a risk of things going south because you know everything's planned and doctors will tell you if it's not safe to have a c-section they'll recommend i mean you could still i'm sure i'm sure you could still push forward and do it but they're gonna be honest with you they're gonna tell you what's best for you and if they recommend a c-section like just do it it doesn't make you less of a mom no if if anything, honestly, like your recovery time is even longer. Yeah. Like, first of all, you can't even get up and walk around for like the first 12 to 24 hours. Like you're how many layers it seven or nine layers that to cut through to get a baby out? Like and uh oh yeah, and like the same thing about oh okay, so obviously. I'm going to attempt breastfeeding. I I hope that it's a successful, you know, thing, and I hope I get to do it. Um, like I've even already seen like a breastfeeding consultant and everything twice actually, and um, they even will come to the hospital if you need them to, and then you also have an appointment afterwards too. Uh, but I mean, it doesn't that doesn't mean like there's instances like where babies are allergic to your breast milk and different things. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot that goes into breastfeeding. But so I'm in a breastfeeding group, and here, like on Facebook, and here there's like some people are so toxic. It's not funny. Like there's this one. Because, like, yeah, obviously we all know me. Like, I'm a more natural person. So. Well, and that's going to help with breastfeeding. Yeah. Because I know, like, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, that actually encourages breast Yeah. Milk. Yeah, you definitely should know, have like, a healthy diet. You have to drink more water than you do caffeine. Yeah. Stay away from stress. <laughs> All the things that you're supposed to stay away from <laughs> that honestly most people can't. I know, right? Uh but uh but I'm still not against formula either. There I mean there is a there's a reason why formula was invented, you know? Yeah. So I'm one of those people like fed is best, not breast is best or anything. It's fed is best. Right. As long as your baby is getting nutrients. That's that's 
that's yeah. the goal. Um, so, but um, there's like so many toxic people in this group. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I can't be around you people <laughs> because, like, there's like even like this one woman that was like kind of creepy, honestly, and her kid was like eight, I think, or something like that. Or one of her kids was like eight. She also had like a newborn or whatever, or like a baby she was breastfeeding. But anyways, her eight-year-old, she decided that it was perfectly okay for her oh eight-year-old God. and encouraged her eight-year-old to put, what was it? It was like balloons or balls underneath her shirt to make her look like she had boobs. And Lily kept like I thought you were about to say <laughs> that you're about to say she encouraged her eight-year-old to breastfeed. I mean, no, that's what I'm getting at though. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, she kept no, having her her do her uh her baby dolls breastfeeding on her. Like so, like obviously she wasn't doing it like with her baby, like her sibling, but like she was doing it with her her dolls. But her mom was encouraging her. Like, it was, like, kind of, like, stick it away. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, a natural, like, oh, I see mommy doing it, so I want to do it. It wasn't one of those moments. No. It was because her mom was like, yeah, I'm teaching her now that she knows that breast is best and blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, yeah, this is, like, abuse. Fucked up. She's (laughs) eight years old. Yeah. (laughs) No, like, earlier when I said I thought you saying she was gonna breastfeed i thought you meant like sibling she was gonna encourage her no i thought you meant like she was encouraging her eight-year-old to breastfeed you understand what i mean yeah like how a baby would breastfeed she would take her oh yeah no her that breastfeed like that that's what i thought you were gonna mean i was about to cry no (laughs) no Uh. which i know like different parents they do whatever they want, what's best for their kids, whatever. But I feel like the moment your child can start eating, like, pureed foods, yeah, that is the moment where you should stop breastfeeding. Yeah, at least, like, you know, put it, like, okay, if you still want to give your kid breast milk, because it is healthy. Yeah. Uh, definitely probably pump and yeah, just give it to him in a sippy cup. I find it I odd when people to like breastfeed their three-year-olds. Again, it's their choice. But just personally me, I wouldn't. No, trust me, it weirds me out too. It it's yeah, what? Did you see? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but if I don't get this out now, I'm going to completely forget about it, which I don't know how I could forget about it. Once I say it, you're going to freak. Did you see where there was this bride? And this happened a couple months ago. She it was her wedding day and they were supposed to do like their first look or something. I can't remember exactly the detail, but (laughs) no one could find the groom. And she went looking for the groom. She finally searched this one area. And the groom, on his wedding day, was being breastfed by his mother. No. No. 
No. Yes. No. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Yes. And give this. <laughs> okay. So imagine you're in her shoes. You walk in and your future husband, literally like 10 minutes away, you're, it's going to be your husband, is being breastfed by his mom. What would your reaction be? No. They both need help. No. You're like, grown you're ass just man. There, right? Don't even. Don't even say a word. Just drop everything and leave. Yeah, I know. She, she still married him. Oh, my. Okay. Like, how can you That's... stand up in, in front of everyone and kiss him on the mouth where his mom's nipple just was? This is really fucking weird to me. I'm sorry. Like, I, you know what? Even... You know, I'd rather see an eight-year-old get breastfed at that moment. Um, that's more normal <laughs> at that moment to me. Uh, at least they're a fucking kid. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, it says this. Um... Holy hell! You know, wow. <laughs> you're so like mm-hmm. at a loss for words i just don't understand it why would you also just listen here i don't even want to go past the year of breastfeeding not that i don't want to give him good nutrients and stuff it's just i know i'm going to want to have a life and trust me and again people that you know breastfeed for like two years and stuff like good for you because it, it takes a lot of energy. Like, you're literally getting your nutrients sucked out of you. You know what I mean? Uh, but it is really good for your babies. So, I mean, obviously, you want them to be healthy. And it's great for bonding and stuff like that. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to make it a year. I hope I can make it a year. That's my goal is to breastfeed for the first year. And after the first year, uh, yeah, I mean, I just... Uh, that's i mean me and doug already talked about that because i mean of course if i wanted too longer that's that's a me thing because it's my boobs but like i don't know i just i'm gonna want my life back and just like once he starts walking and everything like maybe so like i guess like i want to try to do a little bit of an oversupply during that first year where i pump more than what i guess he needs at that moment so i could freeze it so, well, I have heard that regularly pumping does encourage breast milk growth production. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, which I have two pumps. So I have a wall pump. Well, it's called a wall pump. Well, it, it kind of. So it's a wall pump, but you also take it with you on the go. It has a re- like a battery pack too. But they also have wearable breast pumps as well that just go like you just put them in your bra. They're just like little yeah pumps. Um, so I do have those. Um, the one, the one I called a wall pump at first. Uh, that one. I'm trying to think. I did pay. So because there's two versions of it, there was the first version of it um which i could have got for free through my insurance but i ended up going with the second one which was an upgrade so 
my insurance still paid a lot. My insurance still paid like $250 of it. And I only had to pay $75. So it still covered a good amount. Um, just because it was better rated. This edition of this pump. Um, but it was like really nice because it came with all kinds of stuff. So like they set me up pretty good. So that's nice. Um, yeah. But so like I said, I initially that one was free other than like the $75. I did the upgrade to the better edition that or you know, uh, or the second edition, whatever. I don't know how to really explain it. Anyways, um, and then my wearable pumps, I actually got on a really good deal. But they were originally a hundred and seventy or a hundred and eighty dollars, and I had a coupon and a promo code, and Amazon let me use both of them, and I only had to pay forty dollars. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm not passing that deal up. <laughs> and so I got both of those. And I have like, I'm trying to see here. Uh, like I said, my insurance set me up pretty good. They gave me three 90 packs of uh, breast milk storage packs. So that's like 270. Um, storage or milk storage thingies and then I also got some milk containers that you could just screw on like a nipple if you needed to like for a bottle because like I'm like when I say I'm breastfeeding like I'm gonna be breastfeeding but I'm also bottle feeding breast milk if that makes sense so because obviously Doug also wants to feed him so and there's going to be other people that want to feed him. And I'm just here you go. <laughs> yeah, and well, you'll need them for, like, if you go out or something and yeah. somebody's babysitting. Exactly. So, but that's what I was getting at. Sorry for my ADHD and pregnancy brain together. No, that's fine. I keep interrupting with stuff that I'm... <laughs> remembering like my pregnancy brain has been so bad this week or actually the last two weeks it's been bad um <laughs> but that's what i was saying like i'm gonna try to like so breastfeeding consultants tried and they don't really encourage an oversupply um just because like you know it does take away from your own body and stuff um but I do want a little bit of an oversupply just so whenever I decide to stop breastfeeding at a year, um, I could still have some to give him, if that makes sense. Like, just so he's not, like, cut off completely one day. You know what I mean? So just start kind of, like, giving him, like, a pouch a day or something. I don't, I really don't know how I'm going to do it yet. But if I make it to a year, that's my plan is to have so much of my oversupply left over so I can still give him an extra boost of nutrients, especially because it probably be really good for him because especially if the younger like like when he's like a you know like a newborn slash like up to three months, like your your body has like mm -hmm. so much more nutrients in it and stuff like that. Like specifically for anyways, but yeah. So ooh. Wait, I want 
wonder, hold on. Because you have next Thursday off, right? Yes, I have every Thursday off. Okay. Hold on, I'm looking at something. I want a tangent about something while I'm looking this up. Um, what do I want a tangent about? Or tell me what I want a tangent about. Weird <laughs> breastfeeding things like a grown ass man Dude, still sitting on his like, mom's. Tits. I cannot believe yeah, that's, that she's that's still married. Him. No, like it was legit. It was told by a wedding planner. Oh, no, no, no. I believe you in that story. I'm saying, you know, like how, like, sometimes, like, you know, guys will go around their balls or something like even like just like if you're just trying to be mean to someone be like oh we'll go like like if they're like not if they're not acting mature they'll be like oh you probably still stuck on your yeah or like oh you still stuck on your mom's head like yeah like no this dude's like legit still sucks on his mom's hit and i just want to know and that's like what i guess i was getting at about like how like after a year i want to stop and again, if people do it for a little bit longer it's that's great uh that's what they want to do i'm not saying everyone should stop at a year but jesus how fucking old was this dude like he had to be in his 20s or 30s why the fuck would you want to uh, breastfeed for that long like i'm sorry her tits had to be like know. deflated thing. in order <laughs> like below the knees jesus christ like yeah every time she walks she steps on her own nipple <laughs> But like, uh, I forget what I was even fucking looking up now. Anyway, um, yeah, literally. My thing is, like, he had to have been doing this his entire life. You know, like how he goes away to college. How is he getting it then? Is he just? Did he just go to a local college and like, his mom, like, he live at home? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand or get that because, yeah, no, he legit had to be doing it his whole life because, like, after so long, like, if of not, you know, your boobs getting used, like, like a week or something, like a week or two, I think, like they just dry up. I might be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure they just dry up. So yeah, he definitely had to be like literally doing this. I just I don't get it. Like at all. That's I don't know. To me that is disturbing. So I'm sorry, you're a grown-ass man. Like, why? 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 And, like, you're about to get married. Like... It doesn't say his age. Um, Just... The moment you walk down the aisle is the moment you choose. Yeah, I don't... To I don't get it. Breastfeed. Um. Yeah, that's really weird. Like seriously. 
I'm just trying to look it up, but yeah, it doesn't. There's no probably. And then I also want to know, there's like, no does he still do it? Like, they're probably trying to hide his very... identity the best as possible, best as possible, because no. Like, yeah, I know. Like, oh, he'd never be allowed do? to see his mother again. <laughs> you two yeah. cannot be alone yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm. I, I'm just speechless now. Um, I don't know what to think about that. Um, yeah. I think that's an appropriate story to leave this one off with. It's a small episode. Yeah, I definitely think, like, once your kid goes to school, like, actual school, like, I'm talking about, like, elementary school and stuff, in my own opinion, you probably should not be breastfeeding anymore uh that's just me <laughs> i'm sorry yeah just you talking about breastfeeding and about how talking about like kids breastfeeding at ages they shouldn't and that just brought it up like trust me i mean i think breastfeeding is beautiful like often to try to breastfeed and stuff but like i don't know i just feel like there's a time <laughs> it was like i just want to know like don't you just want your body back to like you and like to just focus on you <laughs> i don't know i don't know my friends all right well we're gonna end this episode really quick Maybe take a nice break. I don't know if you have to go to the bathroom or anything, but I know I need a drink. Because I've got two stories to pick from, and both of them are sized, and I'm going to need a drink, definitely. Oh, no. Like, one of them is very long. I lied. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I really pick them, don't I? I can't just pick, like, a two-second story. Hopefully, we can get back into a recording habit like we had been. Uh, because there for a while, yeah, there for a while, we were doing great. I know, we were doing really good. We had everything scheduled, and it was just, it was working so yeah. well. I had, you know, things scheduled like two to three weeks in advance. But life does happen. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. The last like two months have just been very well done. Remember that you are loved and you are wanted. Stay safe out there. And we'll come at you next week. Bye. Bye.